Hey, my name is Bill. And my name is Danny. And we are a A couple couple of park hoppers. We are just one sleep away from kicking off Universal Orlando's Halloween Horror Nights 2022. We have 10 helpful tips for navigating the event successfully and... We're going to break down the entire event in detail for you from houses, scare zones, shows, and more. Let's hop to it. goodness i'm so excited to talk about this because we finally have all the information to give you guys (laughs) about this year's halloween horror nights oh goodness gracious i am so excited i am so excited we get excited about a lot of things but uh this is a different kind of excitement well here's the thing when we moved down here in september end of september of 2019 2019 we didn't go to horror nights that year we didn't we we had already missed an entire month so it for us it wasn't worth buying one of those um multi-night passes that we'll discuss in a little bit right um and we didn't go that year then 2020 happened 2021 was great but definitely not back to normal right so this is really our first normal Halloween Horror Nights. Right, because last year well, the, the you said 2020 didn't they have like kind of like a was like, there was like two houses open during the day. And it was like behind like plastic. Y- yes, as it, was last year. Was it really yep. the whole time? Yep, there was plexiglass in the houses last year. Oh wow. Yep. Hmm. But this is really the first Horror Nights that's like quote unquote normal for us. And I'm huh. so excited. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. It's crazy, right? It's the first real one we've been to since the uh, the my very first Halloween Horror yeah, Nights. 2017. When the last year of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, RIP. Oh, that was the worst day for my feet. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, we, we're uh, we're going to get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, but I'll just say uh, <laughs> we're going to give you a tip on what not to do. Yes. So the, the entire point of this episode is to give you literally like the best rundown possible of what Halloween Horror Nights 2022 will be um, so you guys can go enjoy the event in the best way possible. What we're going to do in this episode, we're going to talk about the basics of the event. What is going on at the event? We're going to talk about tickets and pricing. You know, all that fun stuff. You got to spend money to go to these things. Yes. Um, We are going to give you 10 amazing tips from previous Halloween Horror Nights goers in ourselves and friends from the internet that sent us these tips. Yes. That we're going to relay to you Uh, 10 tips that are going to help you out and navigating this event as successfully as possible. And then at the very end, as a bonus, we're gonna break down the entire event for you. All 10 haunted houses with six original concepts and four intellectual properties. We're gonna break down five scare zones, which are, in in my opinion, my favorite part of the event. I love walking through the streets of Universal Orlando in the fog and you, know, you just never know what's gonna pop out at you. Yeah. And then two shows with one that's sort of kind of from last year um, returning for a uh, another appearance. Ten haunted houses, six original concepts with four IPs, five scare zones, and two shows. But yes, a- we're going to dive into all that. And jacking up scary little tree. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Yes. So we're going to give you... What we hope is the most comprehensive guide to attending Halloween Horror Nights, either one night or on multiple nights um, as possible. Yeah. No, I just wanted to clarify that because when you said that, I was like... I didn't think I said 10 shows. Uh, Well, We'll go back and listen to it. No, when you said that, I was like... We have to see that many shows? Oh my gosh, that's a lot of shows. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll go back and we'll listen to it. Yeah, we'll go back and we'll listen to it. Okay. But um 
First off, what is our our first on the to-do list? Yeah, so we're going to kind of give you the basics of the event. Like I just said, we have 10 haunted houses. There you go. <laughs> five scare zones and two shows. Okay. The event runs from September 2nd. That is tomorrow. September yes. 2nd through Halloween night, October 31st, 2022. Tickets are on sale now. Um, individual tickets. Let me preface this because we're going to talk about tickets and pricing in just a second. Individual tickets for the first night, September 2nd, are sold out. Yes. You cannot buy an individual ticket and attend on September 2nd. Yes, this um, is correct. So that's unfortunate, but awesome because everybody's so excited for Halloween Horror Nights and they're so excited to go to this event that those tickets went like that. Also... The first night is notoriously like, you know, Noah's Ark kind of weather. (laughs) So we're going to be wearing like our wetsuits and our scuba gear to go to Halloween Horror Nights as we swim past the scare actors. For real. So even if you did not get a ticket... Fear not, you may be. No, 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 no. Don't definitely not fear not. When I'm it saying comes if to you. Halloween Horror I'm Nights. saying if There's you don't. Lots of fear. I'm saying if you didn't get your ticket, fear not sure, because I you gotcha. you may be missing out on. I'm just messing the weather. I know, I know. But yes, like we said, ten haunted houses, five scare zones, two shows. There's even themed food and drinks like the legendary pizza fries. Those are amazing. Um, some of the attractions are open, so you can actually ride. Some of the attractions on the Universal Studios Florida side, the the Halloween Horror Nights event does not take place on um, the other side. However, pro tip, if you're a Wizarding World fan, during Halloween Horror Nights on the other side, that is where the Death Eaters are coming out. Oh, I see. In Hogsmeade. Ooh. So if you want to see that, You've, first of all, you can subscribe to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers. And we have a video from last year where the Death Eaters tantalized Danny to the point where she needed to whip her wand out and just go nuts. Does that mean that I'm going to need my wand for Halloween Horror Nights? If we're going to Islands of Adventure. Oh, I don't know. Should I don't know if there's any um, you know, Wizarding World magic spooky stuff on the... Uh, Universal Studios Florida side, unless they're doing something in Diagon Alley we don't know about. I don't know, but we'll, we'll figure it out before yeah. we go, and we'll, we'll keep you guys updated. But for now, let's spook to it. Yeah, and then there's also <laughs> themed merchandise. There's so much stuff, and if you want to see some of the merchandise, you can go to UniversalOrlando.com, and you can see uh, some of the merchandise up there right now, but there's always some great, great stuff um, at Halloween Horror Nights inside the parks. But yes, like Excuse Danny. me, you did not like give me any attention when I said let's spook to it. Let's, I thought let's spook to it. Yes, that's hilarious. It was like was cricket, it? cricket. Was it hilarious? Let's spook to it. Okay, <laughs> I don't know if it was hilarious, but it was it was moderately funny. It's kind of scary that you thought it was funny. Oh. <laughs> well, good thing we're doing Halloween Horror Nights episode. But yes. all right, let's do this. Yes. So we're going to dive into tickets and pricing first. Then we're going to dive into our 10 pro tips for attacking a night at Halloween Horror Nights or multiple nights at Halloween Horror Nights. Um, and then we're going to dive into the event itself with brief descriptions. We're not going to spoil anything. We haven't been in the houses. We're just going literally on the website and talking about what they put out there themselves. So first off, Halloween Horror Nights single night pricing information. Yes. Uh, Halloween Horror Nights single night ticket. That is $73.99 per person plus tax, online pricing only. Pricing varies by date. And uh, that's for everything. Price is always going to vary by date. Yes. Before you ask if you have kids and you're going, well, what about my kids? Um, Everybody's getting the same experience. It's not like a meal where somebody's getting only going to eat so much food. Everybody's getting the same experience. Everybody pays the same price. Yep. So Danny said seventy three ninety nine per person. That's a starting price. You know, as the event goes on, it does vary by date, like she said. Um, but there is another addition to your ticket that you can add on, and that is an express pass. And Universal's express passes are generally pretty expensive for what they are, but it also guarantees you things versus you know some of the other parks' express passes, where Universal literally guarantees you 
access to every single attraction if you have time to do so. Um, but Halloween Horror Nights Express Pass starting from one nineteen ninety nine per person, uh, plus tax. Pricing varies by date. Get to the fear faster and skip the regular lines one time at all the haunted houses, plus at participating rides and attractions. Event admission is required and not included. So that's really important to note that if you get that $119 per person express pass, it's only $40 more than the price of the ticket, but you need that ticket in addition to having the express pass. So theoretically, just simple math, you're looking at a minimum of about 200 bucks to have a one night, single night Horror Nights ticket plus express. To be honest, it's one of those things that, especially if you're coming at the end of October, I would seriously consider. Yeah, for sure. Or, or if you know you're only going one night and you want to try to experience everything, it's probably worth it to you. Yeah, I definitely think it is. Now, next is going to be the Halloween Horror Nights RIP Tour. Now, this starts at about $2.99 per person. Excuse me, $2.99.99 per person Ooh, plus yeah. tax. Sounds better than 300 <laughs> Yes. Separate event admission is required, so you do need that ticket to get into the event. So this is on top of that. Mm -hmm. Pricing varies by date and tour selection, and it is subject to availability. Right. So these, these do sell out. Join other fans for a guided VIP walking tour with priority VIP entry to houses and participating park attractions once per house based on itinerary while on tour with the RIP guide. So yes, you have an RIP guide or a VIP tour guide essentially that is on a tour with you during this event for that price that also includes that you get literally a full in, uh, uh, itinerary. So your guide will take you individually to each house in a certain, you know, plan that a plan of attack that they have. Um, you're not going to bounce around and you're not like an express pass where you're just going to kind of go on your own thing. Like you're being guided around the entire evening by this guide. I think this is a really great option for anyone first off who has the expendable income to yeah. be able to do this. Um, it's not necessary, but especially if you don't know what you're doing, which we're giving you a lot of information, but I will say that when you walk into Halloween Horror Nights, it is very like overstimulating. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot happening. And so if you're the kind of person that's like, you know what? I don't want to have to worry about any of that. I just want somebody to take me from place to place and make sure I do everything and I'm not waiting in line and I'm, you know, making all the right choices. I highly recommend looking into a RIP tour. Absolutely. So those are kind of single night options for you um, as far as Halloween Horror Nights tickets goes. But now, if you are local to the Florida area or you're coming down to Orlando for this event specifically and you're planning on going multiple nights, these are options for you to look into um, that will save you money in the long run. So basically what this means is you buy one ticket, Yep. Um, you, you do a one-time purchase, and depending on what you choose, you have like either less or more nights right. to be able to go, but you don't have to buy a separate ticket every time you go. It's kind of like a season pass, Correct. so to say. Correct. So the first one is the Halloween Horror Nights Rush of Fear Pass, and that starts at one twenty nine um, online only. You can purchase it online only. Um, experience the first 17 event nights of terror when you save and buy online. Um, basically, it's the Rush of Fear Pass is all of these September dates. So you're you can go basically any time that the event is running up until the end of September. And you can actually upgrade with express access to skip the regular lines one time each night at all the haunted houses, plus at participating rides and attractions. And I don't have that number handy how much it is to to um, add on your rush of fear pass uh, with express, but I know it's another, you know, three or four hundred dollars. Here's the thing, guys. If if you're looking for an exact price in terms of adding on the express access, you're also going to want to see exactly what nights are blocked out. Right. So make sure you refer to the website when it comes to um, that kind of pricing. Exactly. Now, next is going to be Halloween Horror Nights Frequent Fear Pass from $179.99 online only per person plus tax. Come 27 nights for every Sunday through Thursday event night plus the first weekend and save when you buy online. And again, you can upgrade with that express access. This is actually the 
pass we decided to get this we did. year. We did. And when Danny says one se- from 179 online only, it's more expensive when you buy it at the park. Correct. It's cheaper online when you, you can save online. Now, the reason that we decided to go with this is because last year we went with the one that we're going to tell you about here in a moment. And we found that because of our work schedule, we didn't get to utilize it right. quite as much as we wanted to on Fridays. Correct. And that's just one of those things where we found that anytime we went to Halloween Horror Nights, we closed it. <laughs> yeah. and, <laughs> and closing is 2 a.m. Closing is 2 a.m. 1 or 2 a.m. And when you work really early, it's Bill and I are night owls. Not so a good combo. Here's the problem. What we would do is we would go, oh, it's 2 a.m. We're rocking. We're rolling. We're having a good time. Tomorrow is, you know, tomorrow. But then tomorrow would, you know, hurt. Here's the thing as well. Uh, a 2 a.m. night is very different watching a movie on the couch yeah. <laughs> or running around Universal. For real. It's very different. Um, we are up late all the time, like Danny said. But when you're up late at Universal and then you've got to trek back to your car and then you've got to drive home and then you've got to get decompressed you know by the time you get into bed it's like 3 30 in the morning yeah well the problem is also the adrenaline right you know exactly so you're right about the decompressing we'll get more into that later but we wanted to let you guys know we went with this one because we found that we didn't utilize the fridays enough right uh also, there's you know other parks that we need to be doing. We yeah. we just we need to hop to we, other parks. We also we also have jobs, as we said. <laughs> yeah. And as much as we would love to go to horror nights more, we found that this seemed to be the best, like, you know, in, in the long run for yeah. us. However, like we said last year, we did the one we're going to talk about. This year, we're doing this one, so we will kind of see probably by the end of the season if it was the right choice for us. Yeah. So Danny and I work. Uh, we, we're off. I'm off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Danny's off Tuesday and Wednesday. So, you know, if we have access to, you know, some nights that we aren't working the next day, we're, we're going to try to focus on that pass, whereas, you know, Friday nights can get a little dicey, and Friday and Saturday nights at Horror Nights get very busy. Right. Very busy. Um, so, yeah, the next pass up uh, on the list is the Halloween Horror Nights Frequent Fear Pass Plus, um, and that is from two nineteen nineteen. What a random price! Two nineteen nineteen <laughs> online only. That's um, cheaper online than it is at the park. You just link your ticket via email and the app and all that stuff. Um, come thirty six nights for every Sunday through Friday event. So that's where it differs. It's twenty seven nights versus thirty six nights for every Sunday through Friday instead of Sunday through Thursday for the one that we got. Um, and plus the first and last. Saturday event nights when you save and buy online. And again, you can also upgrade this with Express Access. The next and last option for your frequent fear pass is going to be the Halloween Horror Nights Ultimate Frequent Fear Pass. For this, you get to experience every night of the event and save when you buy online, of course. Plus, you get free regular parking from from 5 p.m. on all event nights. And this is starting at $324.99 online only per person plus tax. Yes. So it's another $105 and you get free regular parking. So we are universal pass holders, so we get the parking anyway. But if you're just going to Halloween Horror Nights on one of these passes, you don't get parking. So um, this is actually a really good deal when it comes to... um, getting that free regular parking on every event night plus every event night that the event is going on, you can attend for another $100 over the Frequent Fear Pass Plus. Right. So um, some really good deals in comparison to the tickets that are starting at $74 a person per night. You know, if you can get uh, 36 nights on a on a frequent fear pass plus right you know 36 times 73 is way more than 219 dollars and that's the second to last pass so every night um i'm not sure exactly how many nights but it's basically two months of halloween horror nights right exactly um so yeah uh ticket prices are very reasonable for this event um you definitely get more bang for your buck if you're going for the uh the multi-night passes versus the single night passes but if you can only make it for one one night, you know, 
get that that single night ticket in advance because they do sell out. Um, and then, you know, look into possibly doing the Express Pass to make sure you get everything done or look into possibly getting that RIP tour to make sure you get everything done. There's so many different options for you as far as tickets uh, go for Halloween Horror Nights. They do a really great job of, you know, just making this event as accessible and easy to go to as possible. Yes. So, um, yeah, so that's the tickets and pricing. And now we are going to dive into our quote unquote Halloween Horror Nights pro tips um, in no particular in order. In no particular order. We have 10 pro tips that we came up with ourselves and were submitted online to us. Um, and we are going to give those to you right now and just so you know these are all park hopper approved uh <laughs> we go by these you should too <laughs> correct so we have already kind of beat this one like a dead horse purchase tickets ahead of time single night tickets do sell out yes last year we were planning on going to opening night um, we were actually glad that we didn't buy tickets after the fact because we watched <laughs> the heavens open and just yeah. rain the entire night even though it looked like it was fun from what we saw on video and such, uh, we were disappointed that we couldn't be there opening night. However, uh, we will we will be there on this Friday. Correct. So correct. we will be going on Friday, September second. We are September. so excited. All right. Next, hydrate before, during, and after the event, and drink responsibly. Uh, first off, it's very easy to become dehydrated in the Florida heat. It just is. Yeah. Uh, and alcohol will do that to you. Yes. Bring a water bottle or a freestyle cup. However, you cannot have any liquid on it, in it. <laughs> you on can, it. On it, I guess. You can have some condensation on it. <laughs> sure. You're going to with the humidity. Yeah. Um, or plan on purchasing a freestyle cup if you don't already have one. So here's the thing. You know, we ran into this last year, and it was not a problem. We literally packed water because we were trying to be, be hydrated in the Florida heat. Um, we brought one of those, you know, those aluminum, you know, steel... Um, water bottles. It was just full of water. You know, other people try to fill them with other stuff. Um, but when we got to security, they said, is that full? And we said, yes. And they said, you have to dump it. Because they don't... The, the Horror Nights crowd is very different than the daytime um, Universal theme park crowd. There's a yes. lot of, like, high schoolers and college students and, you know, some... You know, we've all been there. You know, I would say early twenties. Yeah, like or yeah. or before twenties. Yeah, and younger for sure. Um, people who tend to try to sneak in alcohol and have a good time. We actually, I remember last year the first night we went, I had a a water bottle and I was like, oh no, it's you know it's water, and they were like, no, you have to dump it out. We were yeah. like, okay, it's a pain. And you know, do you remember what he said? Yeah, he said there is a lady, a couple like groups ahead of you who had wine in her kid's sippy cup (laughs) we don't let anybody bring in anything yeah no liquid at all and here's the thing um like like we just said before you can bring or purchase one of the freestyle cups you know the freestyle cups that they have at universal right where you get the powerade and the soda and whatever but those machines also have water that you can bring your bottle up to and you can fill your water with ice and stuff there so that's why they don't allow the the, any liquids in because if you just want water that's readily available for you to have yes and then lastly um you can carry a portable like a a cup carrier if you don't carry a backpack I've seen them in person. Those are kind of um, cool. Yeah. Um, you can find them on Amazon um, or Etsy, like someplace like that. Basically, just look for like freestyle cup carrier. And they have some that you can actually like wear almost like a... It's like a crossbody cross strap. Body. Yeah. Uh, we tend to be more like backpack people yeah. because there's more stuff, which we're going to talk about here, right? Uh, that we like to bring just because it makes our nights <laughs> work out better. Yeah, for sure. Um, and days. But overall, guys, we cannot like tell you enough, please hydrate before. Absolutely. Especially if you're coming from out of state and you're not used to the heat hydrate before Mm -hmm. during make sure you're drinking water um and after when you get home make sure you're drinking after uh one thing to remember and just growing up in texas i was always told this by the time you are thirsty if you feel thirsty your body is already dehydrated yep so always remember that um i also when it comes to drinking responsibly some people like to drink it, it just always depends because sometimes it's yeah. just too <laughs> hot to drink. Yeah, honestly. 
honestly. But there are some amazing drinks that they have at these events. And definitely, you know, have your fill and have a good time. But just take it easy. Don't dehydrate yourself. That's all we're saying. All right. So that was number two. I'm just going to keep, like, let you guys know where we are in here. So number three. Yep. Eat before you go or carry small snacks if you're a snacker. Um, It's always a good idea to eat before you go, A, to save money, B, to skip the lines uh, for the food because the events are are not super long, especially if you're going for one night. It's going to be a hard time for you to hit everything or mostly everything in one single night if you're waiting in line for food and and all that. So uh, eat before you go, you know, fill that belly up. You get, you're going to do a ton of walking and you do a ton of standing. So when he says fill that belly up, make sure that you also are cognizant of the fact that it's hot and you're going to be doing a lot of walking. So don't like, and standing, you don't like eat, you know, don't go to Olive Garden and get all you can eat pasta. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Like make, but make sure that you have had a nutritious meal. Have a good hearty meal. Yeah. Um, Theme snacks are awesome. Um, we do always recommend them, but you don't want to go into it, not eating and relying on that because, I mean, you how much how many pizza fries can you eat and then yeah. just get you know, scared over and over? And as far as the theme snacks go, I mean, you're you're going to be looking at anywhere between like eight to fifteen dollars for each one. So the the prices are going to add up for you if you're planning on solely eating at Horror Nights. Yeah. Now you can't, as far as I know, you cannot bring coolers in. Nope. So make sure that you're bringing things that are easy to travel with. Right. So like, I'm a big like advocate for like. Things like almonds or peanuts, um, cheese its jerky, yeah, pretzels. I my popables. Uh, m- popable. <laughs> my go to right now is also freeze dried mango. Yeah. Um, if you go to Whole Foods, they actually have one that mm. doesn't have any added sugar. <gasps> it comes in little tiny um, individual packs. That is like my go to for yeah, park snacks snack. right now. Well, the thing is, if you can grab it and you don't have to like fill a bag with it, you're more likely to just like grab and go. And so, and if you don't eat it, it's not going to, you know, get all gross in like a little zip up bag. Right. So, yes, make sure that you eat before you go. And even if you don't think you're going to want it, I would say just throw a snack or two in there. Yep. Just to have. Yeah. Just in case you get a little hungry. All right, so that was number three. Eat before you go. Carry small snacks if you're uh, a snacker. Right. Well, number four, Yeah. check out the map ahead of time and plot out your must-dos. Have a game plan and anything else is a bonus. Download the Universal app to check house wait times, but times do fluctuate. Yes. Now, the reason we say check wait times and show times uh, with the interactive map is because wait times, uh, you want to have a good idea of what you're looking at. If you are just kind of going into it blind, you could walk to the house with the longest wait and just kind of waste your time standing in line. Mm-hmm. Um, not that it, it would be a waste, but you can go about this smarter. Yeah, you can use your time more wisely. Um, so these are some tips as far as the universal app goes. Like Danny said, you can check wait times and show times with the interactive map. You can place mobile food and drink orders from select restaurants, not everywhere, but select restaurants. And then premier and, pa- and preferred pass holders can apply their discounts to the order through the app, which is great. And that does not include alcohol, as always. Discounts never include alcohol. Right. Um, purchase tickets in the app directly and scan them at the turnstile. So you don't even need to go to guest services and pick up physical tickets. You can purchase your event and show the app, and there's a like a QR code in the app that you would scan at the turnstile, which is fantastic. Um, and then you can also make contactless payments using Universal Pay, uh, which is kind of like Apple Pay through the Universal app. Like you put a credit card in, like right. you want to use this credit card for Universal Pay um, at quick service restaurants and merchandise locations. Yes. So basically... Um, the app. <laughs> yeah. Use the app. Utilize it. Make sure that you're looking at uh, the wait times. And one thing that I I also want to say is make sure that when you're looking at the wait times that as you're walking over, you're also checking them again. Because let's just say one wait time might drop. Let's just say a wait time drops to like 15 or 20 minutes. And you're like, ooh, let's run over there. Guess what? Everybody else is too. (laughs) So you want to make sure that, you know, as you're walking over, you know, maybe halfway, maybe almost there. Just double check because if you find, oh, wait, it went from 20 to 50. That literally happened to us one time last yeah. year. I forget exactly what house it was. It might have been like the pumpkin 
something or other. Um, I don't remember. But I remember walking up and it was 25 minute wait. And as we were approaching the line, the clock on the outside said 60. It's like, yeah. gosh. And, and so, but the thing is you want to be able to like be quick on your feet. You right. don't like go do something else. And we don't, yeah. And we don't want you to stare at your phone the entire night. We don't want you to guys to, you know, you know, be like, be like Disney and have to, you know, utilize your phone every five seconds. Like we don't want that. But the, but the app is very helpful during these events. Right. But also at the same time, don't, don't shoot yourself in the foot and spend all your time waiting in lines when lines are going to, you know, fluctuate. Yeah. Don't be a knucklehead. Yeah. Don't be a knucklehead. All right. So that it was tip number four. Check out the map ahead of time, plot out your must do's um, and use the app and check the wait times. Um, so let's go to uh, tip number five, and this is probably my <laughs> biggest suggestion for you because we've been there, done that, Word. and it was a terrible Word. idea. It's a <laughs> terrible idea. Yes. Do not, and I mean, do not, underline boldface italic, underline italicize, you know, size 48 font, um, <laughs> do not... Size 92 font. Yeah. Do not try to do an entire Halloween Horror Nights event after a full day at Universal. Do not do that. Because you will be in so much pain, you would think you're being sawed up in one of the haunted houses. So just to clarify, back in 2017, it was 2017, right? Yep. <clears throat> we went on vacation with Bill's family. Well, I went on vacation with Bill's family. Bill is part of Bill's family. And <laughs> and uh, his whole family went to Universal during the day. And at night, myself, you, and Kate. Caitlin, yeah. Uh, we all stayed for Halloween Horror Nights. But we like did like an open to close yeah. kind of a thing at Universal because we had one day. Yeah, this was a Disney trip. Yeah, this is that a di- we were going so to Universal between, one day. This was between Disney days too. So that we, too. <laughs> like we were still doing like full Disney days. Uh, then we went and we we didn't have any express passes. We were just waiting in lines. Yep. And at the end of the night, we we did the very last uh, Bill and Ted show. Rest in peace. And I can tell you, I had a completely different idea of Halloween Horror Nights because I was so not frightened because the numbness and pain in my feet was way more frightening. <laughs> like, I just remember being so exhausted that yeah. people would be like, boo, and I'd be like, okay. Oh, my God, that was sure. miserable. Like, miserable. I see your point, but I'm so tired. My brain can't compute. Yeah. My <laughs> brain isn't even capable of being scared. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> is that point. a machete that you're throwing at ah. me? Okay. <laughs> Can I sleep on it? Like, it was awful. And I remember watching Bill and Ted's, the Bill and Ted show, and falling asleep sitting up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like a Disney child. <laughs> My most vivid experience that night was after the Bill and Ted show when it was time to go home and get ready for like that mile long walk to the car. Um, I couldn't stand after that. My yeah. legs and my hips were so stiff from what we had done prior to that day that I literally couldn't move. So can't recommend, cannot say enough. Do not try to do a full Halloween Horror Nights event from start to finish after an entire park day. Do not do that. And that is tip number five. Yes. I just, I, since then we've frequented Halloween Horror Nights and have loved it. But man, oh man, for me being that my, that being my very first experience of Halloween (laughs) Horror Nights, I was just, when I finally went, I was like, why is this awesome? Oh, because I didn't try to like, I'm not dying. (laughs) I didn't, I didn't do self torture the entire day. Yeah, for real. All right. Number six, bring extra clothes in your car in case of being sweaty or getting rained on. So, uh, we had people say socks and underwear. People said underwear in case you pee pee your pants. There is nothing better than when you have like sweaty feet or you get <laughs> wet feet putting on a new pair of socks. I just said in case you pee pee your pants and you said there's nothing better. And I was like, where are you going with this? <laughs> but there's there's literally nothing better than, you know, when you have a, a case of, you know, for lack of a better term, swamp ass. <laughs> <laughs> to change your underwear sure. or to put on a new pair of socks. We're just 
just being honest with you people. We we love all of you and we want you to have the best time. You're not wrong. But no, I'm not wrong. I'm but the so term, right. But the term swamp ass is very colorful. Sweaty bum. Sweaty bum. Um, yes, we're also, while you're taking care of your swamp ass, <laughs> wear comfy shoes you're okay with standing still for hours in. Keyword standing. Um, that also means like making sure that you're prepared for like weather. Yes. And that brings us to the, the last point in number six, prepare for rain, ponchos, plastic bags for devices. Um, what I'm going to be bringing this Friday is I am bringing a poncho. Mm-hmm. I am also going to be bringing a, uh, some shoes to change into. Sure. And I have these, a pair of shoes that I actually wore all day at Epcot once. I got them on Prime Day. I hate them. They're horrible for a whole park day. However, for a rain day, they're really tiny. So, like, they're easy to fit at the bottom of a backpack. So, right. they saved my life the other day uh, when it started raining. So, I didn't get wet feet. Right. But um, overall, Wear comfy shoes. If you have like a costume change of shoes like I do, I highly recommend that. Yep. You can also do like Crocs and socks yeah, and take buddy. off your socks. Crocs and socks. But overall, you want to make sure that you're comfortable. Um, now, whether the socks are because you just have sweaty feet or because it rained, underwear just because you have this swamp ass mm-hmm. or because you... You got so scared you tinkled in your pants. <laughs> Regardless, having some extra clothes, even a t-shirt just from sweating all night, mm-hmm. uh, you know, do a little costume change. Yeah. You know you. So if you think that you might benefit from that, throw it in the car. And then if you don't use it, no harm, no foul, Be right? prepared. Exactly. <laughs> um, yes, that was tip number six. Bring extra clothes in your car and or your backpack yes. um, in case of being sweaty and getting rained on. Um Tip number seven. Here's a really important one. If you are a merch person, if you see merch you want, get it. Yes. Because sizes and items tend to disappear very fast, and they are not guaranteed to come back, especially if you go in uh, like a late October event. Right. You're not guaranteed to see it again, no matter what event you're at. So if you like something and they have your size and you've got that money to kind of blow on merch, then get it right then and there. Do not hesitate. I personally recommend like, especially if you see like a t-shirt that you like, get it. And like, whether you throw it in your pocket, throw it in your backpack, yep. um, you know, tie it around something on you or just put it on. Um, get it early because I will tell you that we have tried to, to teach ourselves that if we want it get it then yeah, we're getting better we're getting better <laughs> because there have been times there is one elusive pair of leggings that i wanted oh once, i know and i they just disappeared and i should have bought them when i saw them i was like i'm gonna get this soon and i never was able to get them here's the thing Am I hurting for leggings? No, I have plenty of clothes. I have plenty of merch. Like I, I usually try to make sure that I'm like, I get the things that I know I'm going to use. Right. I'm not like, I'm not lesser for it, but it was really frustrating to not be able to find what I wanted. And we don't want you guys to ever end up in the same situation where you have your heart set on something to purchase at the end of the night and you never get that opportunity. So heed our warning. (laughs) That is a great tip. Um, tip number eight. Tip number eight. Set a vibrating alarm thir- <laughs> 30 to 45 minutes before shows so you don't miss getting in line for them. Now, entry is first come, first serve. First serve until at capacity, that is. Um, the shows are very, very popular. Now, the reason we say vibrating alarm is because if you have um, like just a sound... You may not hear it. You're probably not going to hear it. So just make sure that it's you have that set. A lot of times with these events, you're having so much fun that time passes by really fast. And for some of these shows, they only happen like a couple of times. Yeah. And so if you're kind of planning your whole night and trying to hit different things, you need to make sure you're making those events. Right. So 
make sure that you are setting those vibrating alarms 30 to 45 minutes before you need to get in line for those shows. And like we were talking about in past years, they used to have a Bill and Ted's show that was so much fun. It was a lot of current event kind of self-aware comedy. Um, and then last year started um, this nightmare fuel craze, which was, last year was very, and you've heard us talk about this before, it was very um, sensual, huh. uh, very leathery and chainy. Leathery yeah. and chainy. <laughs> and, and very sensual and dark and amazing dancing and fire and all kinds of crazy hot stuff. See, when you say leathery, I think of somebody who doesn't wear sunblock, what <laughs> their face looks like. Gross. I know. Yeah. But all right. What is our tip number nine? Tip number nine. Here's a really good one that was um, sent to us. Um, if houses are not inside sound, inside sound stages, because some of these Horror Nights houses are built in the actual physical sound stages that are on Universal's lot. That's correct. Um, if houses are not inside the sound stages, wait on those until it gets dark because there will be less light intrusion. Now, that's a great tip because some of the buildings and the structures that are used for these other houses that aren't inside the sound stages um, are not fully, like, protect, not protecting, but preventing the sun from coming in at all. Um, and so they're very temporary. They're very temporary buildings and structures that are put up. So if you go in those houses during the day, if you don't mind it, then fine. But if you want that full dark immersion like they're, like they want you to have yeah like it's intended to be experienced wait until the sun goes down and it gets dark and you won't have any issues with that whatsoever however the flip side of that tip is if you are somebody who is a little bit skittish about halloween horror nights go ahead and hit those houses a little bit earlier yeah. so you do have that light and maybe it's a little less scary they may have shorter lines too yeah because a lot of people like when i say a lot of people there are some people who want to experience that but it like really freaks them out the idea of it freaks them out so if you're one of those people who's like, I really want to do this, but you know it really scares me, that might kind of give you a little bit of like wiggle room to yeah. to kind of see things before they're directly in your face. Correct. So yeah, yeah. I, but definitely make sure that um, if you are like us and you like to experience the houses as they're intended, mm -hmm. um, for the houses that are not inside those sound stages. Wait until after the sun goes down. After dark. <laughs> yes. And last but not least, tip number 10. Take a few breaks. Some of the tr attractions will be open during the event if you're looking for an escape from the horror. Um, but take breaks. We cannot stress this enough. A lot of times when we have, you know, vacation with people and stuff, a lot of times people will just want to go, 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 go. Yeah. And one thing that we have learned is you absolutely, absolutely need to stop. You need to stop. You just need to stop. Drink water. Have a snack. Cool down. Just like take a second. Yeah. Take a breath. Yep. Here's the thing. These events are nearly eight or nine hours long if you're doing the entire event. You know, some somewhere around 5 to 5.30 is when they start, and they end at 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. on some, on some nights. So if you're going, going, going in this Florida heat um, and standing in lines constantly and running to the next line right after that, you are going to be pooped. So you need to take breaks, whether it be, you know, getting on the mummy or just going into Diagon Alley and just chilling out or sitting down and having a bowl of pizza fries. Just take a break. Or two or three if you need multiples. Here's the thing. The adrenaline and fun often makes you forget that you're getting tired. Right. You're getting dehydrated. You're hungry. And by the time that you realize it, you're going to be cranky. You're going to be searching high and low for what you need. And sometimes there's a wait for things like grabbing water, grabbing food. And so making sure that you are cognizant of doing those things kind of before they kick you in the butt is it will save your night and it will make your night that much more enjoyable. And also whoever you're there with, you get to kind of chill with for a second. And it's always nice to sit down and talk with people. Correct. So that brings us to the end of our 10 Halloween Horror Nights pro tips. We're going to go over them again real quick. Danny and I are going to alternate. Get your pen and paper out. We will wait for you. Ready? Okay, that's enough time. All right, ready. Here we go. 
Tip number one, purchase tickets ahead of time. Single night tickets do sell out. Number two, hydrate before, during, and after the event and drink responsibly. Tip number three, eat before you go slash carry small snacks if you're a snacker. Tip number four, check out the map ahead of time and plot out your must-dos. Have a game plan. Tip number five, do not, again, do not try to do a full Halloween Horror Nights event after a full park day at Universal. Number six, bring extra clothes in your car in case of being sweaty or in case you get rained on. Tip number seven, if you see merch do you want, grab it. Size and items tend to disappear very fast. Tip number eight, Set a vibrating alarm 30 to 45 minutes before show so you don't miss getting in line for them. Tip number nine, if houses are not inside the sound stages, wait on those until it gets dark. And last, number 10, take a few breaks. Select attractions will be open during the event, and if you are looking for an escape from the horror, you will appreciate that break. Perfect. So, we have gone over ticket pricing. We have gone over multi-night ticket pricing. We have given you 10 professional park-goer tips. Park Hopper approved. (laughs) For Halloween Horror Nights. And now, the moment you've been all waiting for, we are going to go over, not in super detail, because we're just going by what Universal has released. We're not going to spoil anything for you. We're just going to read them to you guys. (laughs) Um, There is a media night going on currently. Um, So if you want to see videos of these houses, you can seek that out. But we're not going to spoil anything for you because we cannot wait to go on Friday, September 2nd, to experience this all for ourselves. But we're going to read all the official descriptions for the houses, the 10 houses, (laughs) the five scare zones, and the two shows that are featured at the 2022 iteration of Halloween Horror Nights. So, first, you want to go? Yeah. So, the first house, The Weekend, After Hours Nightmare. Prepare to enter the... I don't... I think it's Macabre. Prepare to enter the macabre mind of the weekend in this haunted house as he stalks your squad through the surreal nightmare of his after-hours music. A slasher carving a smile at an outwardly rave. Bandage maniacs performing extreme plastic surgery. A grotesque mannequin masquerade. His nightmare is now yours. Yes, so that is the weekend. Pop star, the weekend. Um, he has his own Halloween Horror Nights house, which is super cool. Like the, like the. Uh, his very <laughs> his music videos are very, like, thrillery and spooky. See, the only thing I think of when I think of him is the uh, the video from was it the McFarlands? Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, Blinding Lights, yeah. Yeah, Blinding Lights. All right, house number two. Halloween. Gather your friends and visit Haddonfield, Illinois, where Michael Myers is about to don his mask and embark on his first brutal spree. Silent, merciless, relentless. He's the embodiment of pure evil. You do not want to go alone as you go back to where it all began this year, stepping into the original 1978 horror classic, Halloween. House number three, The Horrors of Blumhouse. Blumhouse. The Horrors of Blumhouse. <laughs> Man, I didn't, think, I, didn't th- <laughs> I didn't think I was going to be mispronouncing things. All right, well, you can always expect that from me, apparently. The Horrors of Blumhouse. There you go. Step inside a new double feature of Blumhouse horror. Your scream squad will find yourselves trapped between a frantic teen and the ruthless serial killer she's swapped bodies with in Freaky. Nice. Then you'll try to make a desperate escape from the dark basement of the Grabber before you become his latest victim in the terrifying The Black Phone. Oh. So The Grabber sounds really creepy. You know, when you said escape from the dark basement of The Grabber, you know what that makes me think of? Did you ever do this when you were younger where you would like run up the stairs in your house and like freak out that somebody's gonna grab your ankle oh yes <laughs> that's that's what i think of yes. when, I, when i just read that sentence um so that was three of four houses that are um intellectual property based the fourth is universal monsters and that is if you thought about one universal monster was scary how about three Better summon your Scream Squad, because you're about to get caught in the middle of an epic battle between the Wolfman, Dracula, and the Mummy, together for the first time ever. Their mission? To find the amulet that will break their curse. 
and to destroy anyone who gets in their way if the mummy does not get his cup of coffee. <laughs> wrong, wrong thing. Oh, <laughs> darn. I added that on at the end. Shout out to the mummy. Um, technical Can't. rehearsals. Cannot wait for it to officially open. I can't wait for it to but open But it's been either. doing soft openings recently. That's one of my favorite rides. I cannot wait to go back on that ride. It's been close since January. Really? How nuts is that? Wow. All right. Well, next is Spirits of the Coven. They're bewitchingly terrifying. A coven of beautiful flapper witches will lure you into their 1920s speakeasy, reveal their haggish true form, and turn your scream squad into witches' brew. They'll be cackling. You'll be screaming. <laughs> bugs eaten alive. These bugs are out to exterminate you. While touring a 1950s home of the future, you'll be surrounded by the slime of bugs everywhere as hordes of many-legged terrors descend upon you and your scream squad. You'll be dropping like flies. Here. So Coven was five, Bugs is six, correct? Correct. All right. Number seven, Fiesta de Chupacabras. This is right up your alley. Listen to your abuela and beware the chupacabras. Mm. Visit a Latin American village where the legend of the creature chupacabras is celebrated with a colorful fiesta. And the streets are lined with the crimson blood of tourists like you and your amigos. Hell block horror. As these monsters escape their prison, there's no escape for you. Enter a prison whose savage inmates are as monstrous creatures. If they break free from their cells, it's a death sentence for everyone. All right, so that was number eight. Yes. Next, number nine. Dead Man's Pier, Winter's Wake. You're dead in the water. In a New England fishing village, hey. undead fishermen are emerge from the waves to seek their revenge. You and your scream squad may have escaped their hooks in the scare zone. Now they'll reel you in and drag you under. Ooh, I like that. A New England fishing village. Ah, it's wicked scary, dude. <laughs> wicked scary. Dead man's pier, winter's wake. All right. So number that was ten. number nine. <laughs> number ten, the final house. Uh, original concept is Descendants of Destruction. Deeper. Darker, deadlier. Careful to not leave any of your scream squad behind as you descend the subway tunnels of a deserted New York. Lurking in the dark are hungry mutants looking to feast on the last remnants of humanity. Okay. So let's go one through ten. Let's just say their names one more yeah. time so you guys can hear them. Yep. So number one. The Weekend After Hours Nightmare. Number two, Halloween. Number three, The Horrors of Blumhouse. Number four, Universal Monsters Legends Collide. Number five, Spirits of the Coven. Number six, Bugs Eaten Alive. Number seven, Fiesta de Chupacabras. Number eight, Hell Block Horror. Number nine, Dead Man's Pier Winter's Wake. Number 10, Descendants of Destruction. All right. So those are going to be all 10 of our houses. We are going to move on to our five scare zones. Yes. So what's a scare zone, first S off? Yes. Um, just, so you guys you just so you guys know, scare zone, basically like an outdoor haunted house that you have to walk through to get to the next thing. It's basically like an entire zone of horror. Yikes. <laughs> yes. Now, they love to do uh, the scare zones themed so as opposed to just having like scare actors in everywhere like just the i don't know just like you know general like scary people each zone has its own feel and own theme and own scare actors so it's really cool to be able to do those um do you have anything else to add about the scare zones no just walking through the park when it's all foggy and you know, just these scare actors coming at you and you know just that's where you get like the chainsaws and like the loud noises and like the, the jump scares. Like it's it's so much fun. It adds so much to the environment of Halloween Horror Nights rather than just kind of bouncing around from haunted house to haunted house. There's stuff going on in every facet of the park outside of the haunted houses, which makes this event that much better. And you will find that there are scare zones that you like more than others. Uh, at least we have found that to be true. Yes. And um, even at other 
places that have scare zones. I've always found that to be true. But let's go ahead and go through those. So number one. Horrors of Halloween, the Pumpkin Lord, the spirit of Halloween, has taken over this year's event, summoning hordes of fiendish creatures. Terror has taken root. Scarecrow, cursed soil. At an abandoned farm, scarecrows have risen from the crust of the earth to hunt you and seek revenge. They'll harvest your screams. Number three, sweet revenge. The sweets from Major Sweets Candy Company have turned children into crazed killers. Wow. <laughs> this, this Halloween's all trick, no treat, and total mayhem. Graveyard. Deadly unrest. On All Hallows' Eve, a dark storm descends on a ce- upon a cemetery and awakens long-dead spirits. No one can escape them. And number five, Conjure the Dark. On the first All Hallows' Eve, an evil sorceress called Fourth Monstrosities from Dark Dimensions. Now your blood will fuel them. Our blood will fuel them? Yikes. Yes. That sounds scary. No, so just to be clear, the children thing sounds disgusting. I know the noise you made was like, ooh. No, it was not. <laughs> like poppy. Ooh. No, it was more like, ew. Like, <laughs> like well, because I just had this image of like little children running around, like, like snipping at your ankles. And Ugh. I did not like that image. But all right. So let's go ahead and go back through the names, those five names. Yes. So, number one, Horrors of Halloween. Number two, Scarecrow, Cursed Soil. Number three, Sweet Revenge. Number four, Graveyard, Deadly Unrest. And number five, Conjure the Dark. All right, so that is the end of the houses list and the scare zones list. And the only thing we have remaining to touch on real quick are the two shows happening at Halloween Horror Nights. And the one we were referencing before was called Nightmare Fuel from last year. It was very leathery and Mm. very fiery (laughs) and chainy, like I was saying. But this one, this year at the Fear Factor stage, is called Halloween Nightmare Fuel Wildfire. And this show that sparked a firestorm last year is ablaze with a new nightmare. The pyro and aerial performers are back to reignite your fears. Yes. And the second show, Ghoulish, A Halloween Tale, which is the Lagoon Show. On a Halloween night, a ghost story becomes reality as you go beyond the grave in a spectacularly spooky show on Universal Studios Lagoon. If you have not seen a Universal Studios Lagoon show, it is really good. It's really cool. They have the the projection uh, water screens with uh, the same, I believe, the same company that created the Bellagio uh, water fountains in Las Vegas where mm. they have the dancing colorful fountains kind of like World of Color out in Disneyland. Um, so it's a really, really cool thing and they do a really like spooky type show on the lagoon and this year it's called Ghoulish A Halloween Tale. So really excited to see both of those shows for sure. So overall that is going to be your rundown for Halloween Horror Nights. Again, we are hoping and Pray. Just- just praying that we will be able to get there on Friday. Uh, the reason we say that is because notoriously the weather has been awful. Not great. Uh, and the thing is, we will we are ready to take a certain amount of, I don't know, torture, I guess, <laughs> like when it comes to the weather. Like we know what we're getting into. <laughs> but if it comes to like a safety thing, we will, you know, if they're not if there's no scare actors out, there's no like, you know, some of the haunted houses aren't if anything like that happens uh we will be going as soon as we possibly can yes so keep an eye out we are very much hoping to be there because we bought these tickets so we could be there opening night and but just notoriously every opening night is always just you know open the heavens and let out the rain (laughs) for real um, as if Florida doesn't get enough rain. It's always the first night of Horror Nights where no God's kidding. just like, ha, 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 ha. sucks to be you. Yeah. <laughs> but overall, I'm very excited that we can finally get to do some actual scary things. I- I've been waiting for Halloween. You've been waiting for Halloween. And we are ready yes. for Halloween. And if anything and anyone knows how to do Halloween right, it is universal. Yes. 
So, so yes, go ahead. So overall, make sure that you are following us on all of our social medias. We are going to be updating you. We are going to be bringing you our reviews. Uh, make sure you're following us on TikTok. That's a big one. Um, in case you don't know, if you have any friends who are on TikTok, TikTok is doing something really funky right now. And so share our videos, like, comment. It'll. <laughs> it goes such a long way. It goes such a long way because our TikTok is growing, but TikTok is doing something funky right now. Yeah, so. for sure. Well, we hope this episode helped you out or helps you out in your adventures to Halloween Horror Nights this year of 2022. We went over the pricing information. We went over 10 pro tips for you to uh, navigate your way through Halloween Horror Nights. We talked about each one of the 10 haunted houses. We talked about the five scare zones, the two shows, and just about everything else that this event has to offer. So hopefully this episode helps you out. Let us know on all of our social medias if you listen to this episode and then you attended Halloween Horror Nights event. If it did help you out, we would greatly appreciate that. And until next time, we will see you guys around Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Orlando. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all other podcast platforms. Be sure to follow at Park Hopper Show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and now join our ever-growing following on TikTok. Head over to YouTube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and subscribe to our channel for theme park videos and more. For one-stop access to all of our created content and to visit our merchandise store, visit a couple of parkhoppers.com. And until next time, we'll, we'll see, see you around, around the parks. parks.